This is an EM Pulse Heartbeat with your hosts, Sarah Medeiros and Julia Magana. Welcome back. So we recently attended an awesome mini conference for women in emergency medicine in the Sacramento region. Katrin Tyler, Bryn Muma, and Angela Jarman put together a great half day of talks and workshops exploring topics such as leadership, implicit bias, time management, and wellness. Yeah, it was fun to get together with like-minded people in such a beautiful setting. If you have the opportunity to organize a regional women in emergency medicine event, I highly recommend it. If nothing else, it's a great excuse to network and share ideas over chocolate and caffeine. (laughs) And Julie and I were actually invited to speak on our experiences developing a creative idea. Podcasting! (laughs) That's right. So we spoke about the evolution of our podcast, and we wanted to do something a little different for this heartbeat and share with you the evolution of our podcast and three lessons we've learned. Yeah, and these lessons can be applied to any creative pursuit you may be following. Okay, Sarah, since you were there from the very inception, start us off. How did our podcast all start? Sure. So this actually grew out of our social media committee. And our chair, Dr. Nate Cooperman, is very forward-thinking in in terms of social media and technology. And so he started a social media committee, um, which I was on, along with, like, the three other people on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, as we're kind of coming up with ideas of how to share exciting things out of our department, we thought, oh, it would be pretty fun to do a podcast. And so we kind of started talking about this idea, and we wanted it to be interesting and useful to everyone, not just be a departmental newsletter. So we started brainstorming ideas, and then we realized there was just one problem. None of us knew anything about podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) Minor details. (laughs) So we made a few mistakes along the way, and we learned some valuable lessons, which we'll share. So you guys were starting to kind of think, okay, we want to do a podcast. We don't really have that bad background. What happened next? So first we had to come up with our angle and there are a million fabulous EM podcasts out there. And so we started to think about um, what kind of ideas we might have for this. And I ended up roping in Julia at this point because Julia is kind of a podcast junkie. Just a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought she'd have some great ideas. So Julia and I started talking about it and we had the idea to explore some of the more complex psychosocial cultural issues in emergency medicine and to use human stories to make the take-home messages more memorable. Right. We wanted to showcase our department because we had a lot of awesome things that were going on, but we also really wanted to utilize the strengths that were already there with inside of our department. Instead of recreating the wheel, having to come up with stuff on our own every month, we wanted to really utilize what was already there. Yep. And so our first lesson learned um, has to do with (laughs) excellence in quality. Right. We wanted to make sure that we represented our department well. We believe that our department is excellent. We wanted our podcast to be excellent as well. Okay, so we're doctors. We didn't want to waste our time trying to be experts in audio production or web design. We didn't have those skills. We had to outsource that, right, Sarah? Yeah, absolutely. We actually started by buying a couple of not-so-great microphones (laughs) and learned pretty quickly that we were on the wrong track. Right. So we found that we wanted to use excellent microphones. We wanted to use excellent equipment and that investing in the excellence at the beginning really helped that end product be what we wanted it to be. And 
we've looked into a lot of different podcast approaches and a lot of people do buy mics and use them in a closet and that works out perfectly fine for them. But for us, we wanted to really start from a great spot. And for us, it worked out utilizing Orlando, who's an audio engineer, and kind of helped us to push us to take that quality to the next level. Yeah, absolutely. I think this was one of our best decisions. And, um, you know, a while back, we actually were lucky enough to be featured on our local NPR station. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which is one of the highlights of my life. Absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, they were so focused on the quality of our podcast. They weren't really interested in what we had to say. They just kept saying, <laughs> who does your audio? It's so good. <laughs> so I think that's one of the things that we realized early on is to be excellent. There were some things that we can do really well, and there's some things that we can't. And audio engineering is not one of those things that we can do very well. So we outsource that. We also outsourced our logo and website design to be able to reflect the excellence of our department instead of us just trying to hobble it together. Yeah. So lesson one, be excellent. So lesson two is about getting credit for your work. So, you know, we are all climbing some ladders, whether it is for promotion within academics or to partner track or within admin, whatever it is, these creative pursuits like podcasting can help you get promoted. They can help you climb those ladders, um, build your CV, build your brand. So this can be a way to stand out in your group and increase your value to your department or institution or your hospital. So remember that podcasts are publications. We cite all of these appropriately, right, Jules? Right. And that was a little bit of a shift. We have a very academic department that is used to publications and understands that terminology, but they're not used to electronic publications um, and FOMED and these types of things. So it's been a little bit of a cultural shift, and we've had to do a little bit of education, both with inside of our department and, more importantly, outside of our department, because they our department got it. But outside of it, we kind of had to explain things. And so we see it as a teaching opportunity. Every time we bring somebody on or we talk about it, we use the word publication because we do believe what we're doing is similar to a publication. It's just a different type of publication. And there's a great article by Jess Mason about how to cite these publications in your CV. We'll link to that in the show notes. And this is all relatively new, like Julia said, but it is gaining recognition as the FOMED sphere of influence expands. One of the other things is we wanted to kind of maximize that impact. So it's educating people as we go along about what a publication is, what online and creative pursuits are. Um, But we really had to start by finding our supporters, you know, find that chair, find that senior leadership of the hospital or even the PR department at your hospital to collaborate with. Right, Sarah? Yeah. And then get the word out. So we use social media and we use multiple accounts. We use the at Impulse podcast accounts, the at UC Davis EM accounts, the UC Davis health accounts and School of Medicine accounts. And then we used print media, radio, our institutional websites, and like Julia said, the PR staff and our social media strategists at the hospital, and even other podcasts. Yeah, that's been kind of fun because we've been collaborating across different departments and across the community as well. The other important thing that we learned, and I think, Sarah, you do this really super well, is tracking the metrics. Now that we're using online resources, there are a lot of metrics that are intrinsic to whatever spot you use, right? So we use Blueberry, and so we're able to track the metrics with inside of Blueberry. We are an academic world. We are a world that's driven by data. So use the data that's available that's there. 
Sarah and Orlando both have created some beautiful graphics that have highlighted the changes and the impact that we're making. And that's something that everyone can understand. Yeah, absolutely. So I graphed trends in our downloads. I took the map that Blueberry gives you showing that we are in over 100 countries around the world. And I put these into an impact summary that I then took back to our department to show them what we've been doing and how it is actually making a difference around the world. So I think the lessons here are get credit for your work. And part of that is maximizing your impact and then taking that back and showing those who matter. Absolutely. And the last lesson that we want to share with you today is be passionate. What you're going to be doing is a labor of love, right? You want to expect to spend many hours each month preparing, working on this labor of love. For us, it is we do a lot of research ahead of time. We're writing scripts, interviewing people, editing, and promoting this project that we've been working on. It is a lot of time. It's definitely a lot of work. And, you know, make sure you choose a topic that you really care about and that you'll be happy publishing about for a long time. Choose your team wisely. So make sure you have a similar or at least compatible vision that you enjoy working together and that you can work through any disagreements you might have. We're pretty lucky in that way, right, Sarah? Yeah, we're pretty good. (laughs) We've only punched each other a few times. (laughs) You want to make sure that your passion comes across in whatever your pursuit is. For us, it's podcasting, and we love that interaction with guests and our interviews with media. We have a lot of fun with this, and I hope that whatever your pursuit is, you have fun in it as well. So those are our three take-home messages. First, strive for excellence. Do it right. Second, get credit for your work. So maximize your impact and show it. And third, follow your passion. We would love to hear what your creative pursuit is. Share your ideas with us and lessons that you've learned as well. You can follow us at EM Pulse Podcast on social media, and we would love to hear what you're doing. That's right. All these long hours and all this hard work has really been worth it for me. So I hope you guys find something that you're passionate about as well. Thanks to the UC Davis Department of Emergency Medicine for supporting all of our creative pursuits. See you next time. 